often vulgar, always explicit, and sometimes funny. Welcome to Sapbox Podcast. This is episode 401. I am your host, Josh Albrecht, and I am uh, sitting in the Muffin Hut. Or no, no, sorry. <laughs> I, no, mean, I haven't been in the Muffin Hut in months now, I guess. Or a month? I don't know. Time is going by really fucked up now. I'm in the while. bunker. I'm in the Slapbox bunker. Uh, Shelly's on the line, and uh, I, I don't know what you'd call that tiny, tiny place. <laughs> I'm in the tiny house. The, he's in the tiny house. He's in mother's tiny house. That sounds that's all right. psycho. There you go. That's, that sounds good. It's in mother's he's tiny in house. Mother's tiny house. Mother. I still got my green screen up. We were trying to get Zoom to work, and uh, unfortunately, we were unable to get the video to see each other's video. Audio's for some reason working, but the video not so much. But I opened well, up my green screen so I could play with the green screen, and uh, I never closed my green screen. So I, I turned around and was like, oh, yeah, the green screen's still up. Uh, there w- might be some banging going on, too, and and I'm not talking about the sex. That definitely doesn't happen in this room other than self. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> There's no sex. It's the champagne room right here. It's, it is uh, the champagne It's the champagne room. In the bunker, uh, <laughs> there's, uh, yeah, there's construction going on though. We're tearing up the uh, the above the bunker. It's uh, all kinds of ripping up floors and such. So there might be some hammering, and uh, not the MC Hammer kind. That's uh, you can touch this stuff. There might be some sharp objects coming out of it that uh, would be a little rough. Might get I you. I just sent you that email. The email? What, to invite? Yeah. Oh, I closed no, out? Uh, no, to, uh, for my weed card. Oh. <laughs> I gotta print your weed card. Yeah. Yeah. Print so I'll try to... There, buddy. Remind me tomorrow. <laughs> I don't think I'll probably get around to it tonight. I'll even come by. You'll even come by? Uh-oh. Come outside. You can social distance. <laughs> Throw it at me. You definitely probably don't want to go inside, too, because you might get put to work. <laughs> yeah, I'm more scared of that than I am catching the virus. <laughs> yeah, I figured. <laughs> uh, labor, this no, manual labor, it sucks. That's why I'm learning coding. I actually, uh, it's like a, it's like a church camp over there. <laughs> I uh, uh, here we go. Open up the tab here. Um, inspect element. I made uh, since I've been learning coding. I've uh. Damn it, where is it? Sources. Oh, sources. Here we go. I made a random insult generator on one of my projects nice. with JavaScript. So, like, you just hit uh, enter on the, the browser here, and I'll. Cre- <laughs> Here's the insult. It says, Your face is a tiny bitch. And then I, I go again and it says, Your ass is a putrid bitch. Nice. Yeah. There's only that. There's only. There's not that many results. But uh, yeah, it was a fun little project creating that. It's basically you put uh, you make a. Uh, it's like those damn things you get on uh, Facebook. Like you put your name in and yeah, <laughs> whatever, and like it'll create random shit. It's basically what you're doing there. 
I, I, I had the random body parts I put in as penis, ass, vagina, face, and head. And uh, random adjectives are fat, bloody, tiny, twisted, and putrid. <laughs> then <laughs> the random words were Pop-Tart, Peck, as in Peck is in the derogatory term to call uh, <laughs> uh, midgets in uh, Willow. <laughs> uh, bitch, uh, Swallower, and Wizard Sleeve. So Wizard Sleeve is in there. And uh, so if I hit it again, uh, let's see here. Your head is a tiny peck, or ooh, your penis is a putrid wizard sleeve. There's there's one I I hit it at random. <laughs> uh, so that's that's fun. That's what I've been doing with some of my time, playing a little bit of video games and programming random insult generators. I tried to download uh, uh, that's time too, but I don't know something yeah. happened. Uh, that's a good one. That's a fun to, game. I'm gonna have to go find the file and rip it out of there. I just haven't done it. It's gonna take me forever. Predator Hunting Grounds is now on. You can get that now. That's uh. Have you seen that at all? I played the well, trial, and I I downloaded the the full game now, but I haven't uh, played the full game yet. But the trial was pretty much the full game. So I've already like experienced it. It's fun, but like I can see how like I wouldn't be playing it all the time, kind of thing, which is kind of nice. I like video games where I can just play it for a little bit and say, "Okay, I'm done." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Final Fantasy VII remake is a little bit more involved. I've been having to spend a lot of time on that. I beat I'm it on. Play, uh, I don't want to spend sixty dollars on it, but I want to play No Man's Sky. Yeah, I haven't played it, but I, I yeah I know the. I know it's gotten. It's, it's I've played it a little bit. And I know it's gotten bad reviews and stuff. Yeah. I figured by now it would be cheaper, and I was like, God damn. They had it on sale for a while. I think on the PlayStation Store, like on the PlayStation Plus, maybe or something. I don't know. It, I, I was, feel like I might have had it for free or something. It might be in my. Uh, I'd have to get it on Steam or some. Shit. It might be on my library. I don't know. Because I know the PlayStation, I'm got the PlayStation Plus, and so, you know they go from time to time have the deals where you get free games, and I just add them to my library, but never download them. Yep. Because that shit annoys me that you know all the games that you know, I mean they take up so much memory. You put them on there, and uh, <laughs> just like you can only have so many games on your system at one time. But I, I was gonna say, just for that reason though, I want to play No Man's Sky just so I. Can, I because I know it's endless. I can just play it for a little bit and come back to it later. Yeah. Final Fantasy VII, though. I mean, it's like, oh, well, I can build up well, build up my characters and then just go here. And then there's a hard mode. There's uh, difficulty settings on this. There's classic, easy, and then the normal mode. And to get the hard mode you have to actually I think I guess you have to have it on normal or maybe it's just you beat it on any difficulty setting and it opens up hard mode but uh, once you beat it though like you you uh, retain all your stats and everything for your characters and your items your inventory stays intact so all the stuff that you got through the normal playthrough you'll have when you go through hard mode but the hard mode make it's it's pretty tough. Like it, they uh, make it to where you can't use any items, so you have to use all like cure spells and all that stuff. 
and there's uh chapters in it and when the only way to like get magic back is at like the end of a chapter or uh you op- there's these boxes you can break open and you get these mako shards which i always thought was mako but apparently it's mako mako huh? yeah mako i was oh, fucking samsonite i was way off yeah <laughs> maybe it's on the briefcase but uh yeah the mako that was uh I've still got uh, before we were recording we we're talking about Last Dance the ESPN show about the Bulls last season with uh, Jordan I guess yeah, yeah. Uh, the the premise of that and uh I've had the song Last Dance stuck in my head and uh it won't stop it's great I can't wait till tomorrow for the next episode episodes yes I'm super excited and, and you're getting caught up on Soul yeah yeah, I started watching that. I'm uh, a few episodes in. The last two episodes are really good. Last two. Fantastic. What I've seen so far is pretty good. I, I dig Saul, though. And I said it. I, I said Breaking Bad when I was talking about it earlier. Yeah. It just felt like Breaking Bad. Yeah, it feels a lot more Breaking Bad. I feel like, man, they're setting it up to where, like, at first I thought maybe just him and Kim were going to split up, and that was going to be the end of it. I'm now starting to feel like, no, no, they're going to probably kill her in some horrible <laughs> manner. <laughs> like, cause I don't think she's going to split up. Like she's going to like leave him or anything like that. Like, I think that something like somebody from the cartel or something is going to murder her. <laughs> like, Oof. like maybe, I don't know, but it's, maybe, it seems yeah. like, <laughs> uh, it seems like that. Yeah. Like it's it's gearing up that way, but uh, we won't know till uh, next season. And who knows when that'll happen? Happen, yeah, yeah. When they're allowed to film again. Did you see? Uh, there's a malls. Kevin Smith is almost done with the script for Mallrats too. Finally. Yeah, he's been. He's said uh, he's got plenty of time to work on shit now. Well, I guess so. <laughs> Yeah, he's got, he's got all the time. Yeah, so he's uh, and apparently uh, Bruce Campbell is interested in being it. He's uh, they're trying to work Bruce Campbell in there somehow, and uh, Michael Rooker is going to be in it again. And uh, I don't somehow Bruce Campbell. Somehow Ash Bruce Campbell. Fuck yeah! Maybe they'll have him as Ash. <laughs> I actually really liked uh, the newest. Uh, uh, Jay and Silent Bob. I yeah, thought it was better I, than the last one. I did not see it yet. I need to uh fuck, I never even got around to clerks too. I love Mall Rats though. That is that's my go to. That's my Jimmy Jam. No, it was well much more well thought out and written than Yeah. Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Like that movie I've never really liked that movie. Snoochy Boochie scenes where I'm like, uh, oh, it's funny, but as a whole I never really it's no Zach and Miri make a porno. I'd rather watch that. Uh, or, Dutch uh, Rudder. <laughs> what's the uh, Red State or, damn it, uh, Tusk. <laughs> Tusk. Oh, man, Tusk. <laughs> Holy fucking shit. That movie. Wow. That'll put you to sleep. That'll yeah, give you That'll give you PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go to the zoo now, man. Literally, there's a quarantine. I can't go there. Yeah, I can't. 
either. But I can't go to the zoo on top of it. I can't go visit the walruses because I'm a I'm afraid there's gonna be a person slash walrus. I'm afraid Justin Long's gonna be there and I'm just gonna hear him moan in pain where he can't speak anymore because he's fucking converted into a walrus. Walrus, yeah. I just I always thought I I mean I like it. I thought it was a crazy ridiculous movie but yeah it's pretty it's, great <laughs> it's creepy as fuck but i always thought it was the undertone of it was pretty smart like the way he wrote it where it doesn't seem like it's gonna go that way <laughs> well yeah but then the next movie that stupid fucking yoga hosers yoga hosers oh my god i d- i started to watch it i think but i didn't actually uh Finish. If you, and if you do, just Yuga. bleach your eyes. Yuga hosers. I'd like to see him do an actual like uh, comic movie. Like, you know, like see his take on like Marvel or something. <laughs> they should have. They should put him in charge of a Howard the Duck movie. Like, if they were going to do a Howard that the needs Duck. To happen. It feels like it needs to happen like now because of you know everything else, I guess, but. Howard the then Duck. Again, I'm like, am I really a purist to that goddamn movie? Like, <laughs> it's so bad. It's such it's a so bad great. movie. Uh, Tim Robbins at his finest. Leia Thompson. I mean, mm, Leia Thompson back then. Very nice. At his finest. <laughs> <laughs> the guy was in Shawshank. Yeah, yeah. Forget that. Howard the Duck, buddy. Howard the forget Duck. That. I mean, Eric the Viking or whatever, that one was close, whatever that one was called, you know. But uh, Howard the Duck, I mean, that's definitely. He was in. uh, Mystic Creeks. Fuck that. High Fidelity. Oh, yeah. Come on, dude. High Fidelity. I haven't watched that in forever. Mr. Cusack right there. John Cusack. I mean, it's no better off dead. But. (sighs) You know, I. It kills me when I hear people say that they hate like stuff from the eighties. I'm like, the fucking eighties rocked, man. Rocked. I, lo- <laughs> I love the cheesiness of the movies and such. <laughs> but you know, I guess I grew up in the eighties. Just the blatant racism too. Oh. Well that's made a comeback. I mean this <laughs> Well like the juicy eighties racism. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> like in every John Hughes movie, there's some type of Cute racism. Token Asian or Yeah. It's making a comeback though. We're gonna we're we're gonna be great again. Like nineteen eighteen. Do you know what I do you know what I what I uh spotted the other night? I didn't watch it, I was just flipping through and I seen it was there. Was gung ho. Yeah. Speaking of cheesy eighties movies and Asians. Gung ho, gung ho. There's a. I'm looking at at the uh, poster for that. You know, I don't remember that one so well. Love me some Michael Gung-ho? Keaton, though. Yeah, love me some. Oh Michael yeah, Keaton. dude. It's basically about you know. Oh, is John Turturro in that too? They're taking her. Jo- oh shit, George went. 
great cast here. Mimi Rogers, yeah, Totoro's in it. <clears throat> Shit, I didn't know that's been a while. I think I vaguely remember it. That's a crazy. I mean, I I, re- I kind of remember the premise and like some of the bigger jokes. I guess yeah. Because I did watch the trailer. I was like, oh. Yeah. Oh man, you know what? I'd like to go back and watch again from the '80s, which was, oh, you're gonna men at work, dude. Oh. That's on. I think it's on YouTube. Is it? Oh. For free. Yeah. So that's fantastic. Men at work is. I mean that I'm is. Pretty sure. Just doesn't get any better than men at work. <laughs> uh, Real men. Real men is pretty damn good. Pretty damn good. That is uh yeah you pretty you got good. me there. That is uh, it's all about the real men. Oh, Ron Howard is. Uh, I was gonna say when I guess he directed it. Like, Shit. The... How on the cusp of nineties is uh. The other one, fucking. I have to look up what year that is. What? Uh, what do you mean? Met at work or whatever. Uh, yeah, it might. It might be closer than that. I thought it was still the eighties, though. Maybe not. Nineteen ninety. Oh fuck! <laughs> I'd say it was on the cusp. <laughs> look at that. Yeah. Oh, that that's just right a there. classic picture too. If you look at the uh right the movie the poster, it's got uh Emilio Estevez and Charlie Sheen right oh, there with a I guy in trash not, can. To, not to segue into this, but uh I just remember the first time I seen that was with our cousin is at grandma's at the at the uh the hotel or whatever, it's the motel. Oh yeah. Man, I it's been forever right. since I was at that hotel. We uh, didn't have anything to do. Like, there was nothing to do at my grandmother's house. It's a motel in the middle of nowhere. There was a bowling alley, and apparently, at that time, there was still this video rental place, so that's where me and my cousin went, and we rented this goddamn movie. There was a mini putt-putt golf around there, too. Yeah. I think fairly close to there. There was a few things when we were really small, when we were really young, but they all kind of went away. I remember hitting Dad with the golf club there. (laughs) <laughs> Chris, uh, our cousin Chris actually uh, showed a, is the one that got us on uh, Boondock Saints as well. Saints, yeah. It's like we were unaware of its existence until he uh, educated us. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great fucking film. Great fucking movie. Great fucking movie. Great. Great. <laughs> What was great about that is like that movie. I forgot. Like I've uh, heard read about the story and stuff. Like why it was released so small. Like I forgot why, but the, like it, it was this company and there was some kind of fight over the rights or something. But it was only released through what is it? Two Left Shoes or whatever the hell it is. What are the not Two Left Shoes? Oh yeah. Whatever the yeah, small production yeah. company, and that was only released at Blockbuster initially. So you had to go see the movie. You could you couldn't go see it in the theater. It was never released in the theater, at least initially, and uh, you <laughs> you could just get it at Blockbuster. So it was like this. It was a gem, gem just hiding there. It's a great fucking movie. 
Like, uh, I was thinking Real Men was earlier than it was. It's 87. Oh, yeah. I thought that was a bit earlier, but yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I can kind of remember when it came out, so that would have been like six. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that would have been like the start of my memory. <laughs> 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 like, I vaguely remember shit. Like, at four, man, my memory in general is starting to really suck. It is just fucking gone. Wow, that that movie did not make jack shit in the box. Office, really? By the way. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see, what does it say what the budget was? Because, like, it doesn't say. That's what I was looking for. It couldn't have been much. There's not a whole lot of, like. <laughs> it, it, the budget it was spent. It did not even make a million dollars. Like, it. Didn't, it, it, oh. it barely oh. grazed over 800 I love that movie so much. The budget on that had to just go to, like, John Ritter and James Belushi. <laughs> like, like, that is uh, the only thing you see. that There's that one effect that they do do in the movie that where it's like, uh, yeah, like they uh, – stick the pen inside the baseball and it flies away. That was probably one of the biggest effect shot. Like there's like, like there's filming locations or at somebody's house, uh, inside a garage, <laughs> barely outside. They go in an alley. So, I mean, they didn't, <laughs> I can't see them spending however, a whole lot of money on it. <laughs> however, men at work that cost 9 million to make. And made uh, over sixteen million just in the USA. Mm, nice. So, so they almost doubled. Smash, almost doubled. They almost doubled. I don't see what it. I see the box office. It for says the it. music. It says the music uh, for Men at Work was done by Stuart Copeland. Oh, this was uh, post police <laughs> days. <laughs> I don't see. Um, I'm on the real men. I don't see like what it actually uh, cost to make. There. Cost. Uh, hmm. uh, uh, see, men at work was also written by Emilio Estevez. Nice, nice. Emilio, love me some Emilio. And he went OG G with it too. Like he kept the family name. He didn't uh, try to whiten it, whiten the name. That's like, right. Like. His dad and Charlie. He didn't whiten himself up, even though he looked the whitest out of all of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Real Men, though, that movie is so fucking classic. Like, the whole premise of that one is just, like, ridiculous. Like, you got the, uh, the ideas that the aliens are going to, can either give us the... <clears throat> the big gun or the good package that will save the earth which i'm guessing it's global warming is what the the it was killing earth back then maybe they knew about it then but uh they just said like the earth was going to be destroyed and this good package would save it but the big gun could you know i don't remember if they said it would destroy planets or what it would do but like uh there was a fight to uh, some people wanted the big gun. Of course, the the Russians wanted the big gun, and then parts of the CIA wanted the big gun. Other parts wanted the good package to save the world. And uh, John Ritter's character at the beginning is as 
great CIA agent that the aliens are expecting to make the trade-off for the good package, which all they want in return for the good package or the big gun is a glass of water. And, uh... <laughs> Dude, I gotta tell you, whoever wrote the plot here description for Men at Work on Wikipedia, bravo. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Give me a taste here. You don't, you don't even need to watch the movie. I mean, just go to it. It's, it's incredible. <laughs> <clears throat> hmm. Not, you know, just a paragraph or a little synopsis. Yeah. No, dude, this is a treatment. It's like you it's he's pitching the movie. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's hear this. Oh, man. Damn it. <laughs> There's a hoping the hammering subsides again for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was like, just go and look at Doesn't appear to be happening, though. There's, I mean, there's, what sucks is with the flooring, the reason why they're having to hammer so much is there's, uh, once they pulled the uh, top layer of the flooring off and got to, like, the bottom layer of uh, uh, shit, like, there was, like, literally thousands of staples like all over the fucking place they went ape shit with this and they're putting in a floating floor and if there's any kind of anything sticking up like a staple or anything like that you're gonna have splits in the seams on this shit so we gotta find a way to get those out or somehow smooth out the floor (laughs) where it uh doesn't uh do that (laughs) i mean it's fucking insane like how many staples are in there there's a bunch of nails too fucked up shit and at work oh shit I should have oh I looked it up uh, looked it up and then it sent me to the band I didn't want the band I love me some men at work band but yeah I love me some men at work I love that band Colin Hay is pretty great. I like his solo stuff too, where he's just like him and an acoustic guitar. Did I, did I ever send you that I, that link uh, when you did it with that choir? Yeah, I think you did. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, I believe so. I believe I did see that. You said the Wikipedia deal is uh, uh, yeah synopsis yeah. is pretty good. I got it right in front of me yeah. here. Under plot. Plot here. It's Carl Taylor played by Charlie Sheen and James St. James, which is a great fucking name, by the way. James St. James. It reminds me of Pool Boy Drowning Out the Fury. What was his name? It, no, I feel it like it was. Of, uh, of the, uh, damn it. Of the spoof fucking uh, Baywatch show. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, the Stern show. Jamaica St. Yeah, Jamaica St. Croix, whatever, yeah. <laughs> but there was, in the Pool Boy Drowning Out of the Fury, the director had some name that was something like that, James St. James. It was... <laughs> Son of the Beach, that's the name of the show. Son of the Beach, yeah. And uh, what I really remember about, side note, we, we keep digressing here, but what I really remember about Son of a Beach is uh, the, 
the German guy, the big German guy, uh, where he had to like, he's like, well, <laughs> he's, he's talking about kids with ADD and stuff, and he's like, I have a pro, you know, way to solve this. Welcome to Chips Concentration Camp. <laughs> Uh, to help you concentrate. <laughs> it's quite uh, the camp. Yeah. I need to go to one of those. I hear there's some in uh, North Korea. Maybe uh, maybe if Kim Jong-un is dead, uh, whoever surpasses him, like it'll uh, let me in there so I can get that concentration camp. Two different kinds. Uh, but anyway, yeah, Carl Taylor and James St. James, played by Emilio Vestvez, are... A pair of troublemaking garbage men who dream of owning a surf shop. I forgot about the surf shop. The two uncover an illegal toxic dumping operation in their own city, Las Playas. <laughs> really? That's the name of the city? Las Playas? Uh, the film begins with the pair collecting trash as they usually do by tossing garbage cans in the street and making noise that disturbs the residents. One of the local cops, Mike hassles them frequently, but Carl and James St. James seem to have gotten used to this treatment and shrug it off. They forget to mention, though, the cops, though, are the ones, like, on bicycles. <laughs> like, they're all cheesy. Like, 80s villains-esque. Anyway, after work, the pair spy on a woman living across the street with a telescope. They discover that she is being mistreated by a man who was with her, determined to right the wrong. Carl shoots the man in the rear with the pellet gun. He and James both hide and laugh. Moments later, the man, a city councilman named Jack Berger, uh, who's running for mayor, is strangled by two men and ends up found the next day by Carl and James in a yellow drum. They then decide that turning in the body would implicate themselves as they had shot him earlier. <laughs> 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 Carl and James ask the advice of crazed Vietnam War vet Louis Fetters, played by Keith David, uh, who helps them to stash the body after reassuring them that the man died by strangulation, not any shooting. Carl goes over to meet Susan Wilkins, uh, the woman who they say or they saw with Jack the night before. Lewis ends up exacerbating the situation when he kidnaps a pizza delivery man who sees James with the body. Come a bastard gets no food. Uh, by the way, Keith David is one of the best parts of the fucking movie. This <laughs> is that crazed Vietnam vet. Fucking awesome. Great performance. But uh, James, Lewis, the pizza man, the, and the stiff end up leaving the apartment to follow Carl and Susan. But they're pulled over by Mike and his partner. Jeff Lewis, uh, however, used the pellet gun to get them out of trouble and to cuff Mike and Jeff together in a compromising position at a playground. Again, doesn't mention the bicycle. Uh, I wish I was creative. But, uh, meanwhile, <laughs> Carl and Susan are discovered by Biff and Mario. <laughs> Biff and Mario, the hitmen who killed Jack. Uh, great fucking names, again. Uh, the couple are eventually stuffed into cans and set to be disposed of in a lake that serves an illegal toxic dump for a local businessman. Maxwell Potterdam III, who also is the man who had, kill who had Jack killed. Uh, 
Yeah. And then Carl and Susan manage to escape from the cans and reunite with the others. Group fights the toxic dump workers and brings down Potterdam. It does sound pretty epic when you read that that synopsis that, to it. it. I mean, that is that must have been the pitch they brought to the studio execs when like this that, has that to be mean. made. This is That's straight out of right they were like, boom. This is straight out of Emilio's pitch right there. That is yeah. And apparently whoever pitched it pitched it right after Gremlins 2. So. <laughs> that one is a little bit more ridiculous. At least this one didn't require as big of a budget as Gremlins 2. I Well, I don't know. I haven't looked up the budget for Gremlins 2, but I feel like That's most of that Gremlins budget too. to this movie was probably just Emilio and Charlie. Like They probably demanded a, quite a bit of money at the time. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. There's a uh, now now I gotta know what the budget for Gremlins <laughs> two was, but there was a lot of sudden. There was a uh, the new batch, of course. I always fifty million. Are you serious? Oh my god, it came out in nineteen ninety. Holy shit! Yeah, same year. Oh my god, dude! And it, it didn't even make fifty. If it made yeah, it, it tanked. <laughs> it did not. Fifty million dollars to make this piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is one of the worst movies ever i do love it but <laughs> i can't believe it costs that much to make though yeah i mean i can't believe it costs 50 million dollars to make. did There's you ever watch the key and peel uh sketch where they were pitching gremlins to oh, yeah, yeah that's my favorite key and peel sketch that is a great one that is a fantastic is one if <laughs> uh fun fact uh Gremlins one, I got that one pulled up now, and uh, that was uh, made nineteen eighty four. It was a budget of eleven million dollars, and it grossed one hundred and fifty three point one million at the box office. Okay, so Gremlins, the original Gremlins, was what was the budget again? Eleven. Uh, Eleven million. Eleven million dollars, and it made over a hundred million dollars. Yeah, one hundred fifty three million. So one hundred fifty three million. That is a big jump. That is that is yeah, like, sheer profit. <laughs> there's like nobody even in the second one that like what Zach Galligan was like, nope, not unless you pay me fifty million dollars. <laughs> it was Phoebe Cates, let's face it. it Phoebe she's yeah. like like, oh come on, I was in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. <laughs> that scene, you know. That one scene. Oh my god. Christopher Lee. Oh yeah, Christopher Lee Gremlins was in it, too, so yeah. that probably ate some money up. That was at least a hundred grand of it, you know. <laughs> I guess Phoebe Cates probably was like the biggest name at the time in there. She was in a lot of movies in the eighties. I don't see her. I it's got to be just all the special effects shots and like that many gremlins I and guess, shit. They probably yeah. spent that much on just making all that shit because there is a lot of it in there. They have like obscene amount of uh, gremlin shots in there. Uh, the plot to that one, they got that one here. After the death of his owner, Mister Wing, the Mogwai Gizmo becomes the guinea pig of scientists at a lab in the Clamp Center, a state-of-the-art high-rise building in Manhattan, 
owned by eccentric billionaire Daniel Clamp. At the mercy of the chief researcher, Dr. Catheter, that is what it says there, Dr. Catheter. Uh, Gizmo is rescued by his friend Billy Peltzer and his fiancée, Kate, both of whom work elsewhere in the building. Clamp befriends Billy upon being impressed by his skills and concept design, also sparking the interest of Billy's superior Marla Bloodstone. Uh, But yeah. That's not the interesting part. The interesting part is the ridiculous amount of like nonsense with the gremlins. Like the gremlins are the true star of that show. I feel like in the original, Gizmo was the star of it. In the sequel, the new ba- Gremlins Two, the new batch, it is definitely all about the gremlins. And you got the electric gremlin. You got the fucking one that gets all smart and like hosts the talk show, and the. <laughs> Uh, I think it's just fantastic. I think that's uh. It says basically that the reviewers were all about it, kind of. Yeah. But then fans weren't like, "What reviewers watched this?" And it's like, "Yeah, me." They hit it right here. This they guy got it right there. <laughs> they nailed. <laughs> <laughs> they nailed it on the head right there. Hit it. Hit the nail on the head. Right there with this one. Knocked it out of the park. It is it is the best. It's fantastic, man. You got <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, the reception was not great on it though. Hey, but on yeah, on Rotten Tomatoes the film has an approval rating of sixty nine percent, huh? Nine percent. Based on forty five reviews. But the average rate of six and a half out of ten. This is what the site's consensus states. It's Gremlin two, Gremlins 2 trades the spiky thrills of its predecessor for loony satire, yielding a succession of sporadically clever gags that add some flavor to a recycled plot. Roger Ebert, who oh had... My goodness. Appro- oh, my goodness, dude. I went... Did you see the voices? No, I didn't look at the voices. Fats Domino... Oh, I no, went- it's a song. <laughs> Howie Mandel is Gizmo. Oh yeah, nice. Tony, Tony Randall. Randall. Yeah. His brain gremlin, which is like the leader, basically. Was Howie Mandel? The, I'm gonna go back to the. I first think he one. was. He the, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. I think so. I don't swear to it. But, but, uh, but yeah, there was a. I mean, to me, it's. It's the better of the films, but you know. <laughs> oh my god! Get out of here! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Gizmo goes all Rambo at that one point. You remember he's got like the paperclip oh, thing that he turns into the bow and arrow and all that shit. He goes all John. Have you watched the last Rambo yet? I have not. No, I have not seen Last Blood. One of these days I'll get around to it, but uh, not not today. Not today, son. Not today. <laughs> uh, and here comes the, the hammering again. <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe the uh, us trying to do the Zoom call and failing horribly 
that uh, that would give enough time that maybe the hammering would subside. <laughs> I guess it did for a while there. We got fortunate. The quarantine edition. Quarantine. Man, it's what's crazy about the fixing the house and stuff is that Lowe's has nonstop been fucking slammed. I thankfully have. I don't want to go in there. I don't get fucking germs. <laughs> like, uh, Kurt and Tony have, have been going to Lowe's quite a bit because they're redoing the house. But uh, apparently, that's what everybody's doing with their fucking time. And uh, they uh, got their stimulus check, I guess. We're like, yeah, let's go fix the fucking house. And the lines apparently are ridiculous. I know every time I go, I go to the Schnooks. Uh, whenever I go to the store now, I just go to Schnooks. I say fuck it. Schnooks, yeah. And because uh, they, they seem like they, uh, they take this stuff a little bit more seriously. <laughs> And uh, I can get in and out easier there, and uh, all that that good shit. And uh, but anyway, when I'd go to Schnooks, I have to go to the through the fucking parking lot of Lowe's, and it's always a nightmare because the parking lot's fucking full, and people are walking in front of my car the whole time. Like, God damn it, come on, motherfuckers, it's stay at home order. Don't you get that? Not fix your home order. But apparently it is a fix your home order. That's how we're going to keep that economy going. And apparently, too, from what I understand, Lowe's like, is way understaffed, and they have a, a bunch of their people keep calling out and sick and shit, not showing up. Which I can understand them not wanting to go to work. Like, fuck you guys. I just won't show up. Yeah. Fuck it. Nope. Nope. I don't want to be in. I don't want to die. Fuck you guys. It's not worth this not motherfucker getting a... Today. A gallon of paint. <laughs> I can understand, you know, there's some essential things to have for like a a store like that, a home improvement store. Like somebody's water pipes explode or something, you know, you you kind of have to replace that. Yeah. There's some things that are essential, but you know, it's become just like, oh, well, I got nothing else to do. Let's fix the house. So I, I, I do kind of wonder, like, how many people have gotten sick at Lowe's? But, uh, but yeah, avoid Lowe's if you can. <laughs> have you uh, been, uh, what kind of mask you been rocking? It's like a, I don't know, it's like a Bane looking thing. Yeah. Yeah. But no voice? You don't it doesn't have like a voice box? You can't like a voice changer? No. I'll have no. two <laughs> pints. <laughs> oh, I can't do the voice, but Batman <laughs> You haven't been shot yet? Not yet. It is weird, man, like going around and seeing everybody in the mask and just it took me a while to get used to wearing the mask out. And uh, all that that stuff to feel normal doing that, but uh, I'm okay with it now. The further, the more, like the the further this goes along, 
keep having that, uh, the, like the protesters and everything and the people that are all banding together. Yeah. I keep having that scene from Airplane, and I'm just like, let them crash. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Airplane. That is a classic movie. Well, you weren't out there protesting with them, like what? Like I mean, I was oh. out there. Um, you know, I I do like a good protest, but uh... <laughs> I remember when I was in. Uh, was it the last time I was in Ireland? I guess I get. I guess it was the last time I was in Ireland. It was in Dublin. And they had this protest going on out pretty close to my hotel. And, like, it was about freeing this one guy. And, uh, like, I, you know, knew nothing about this guy. Knew nothing about his story. I did end up looking him up. But, like, like I, it was, seemed really exciting. <laughs> like, I wanted to be a part of it. But, like, I, you know. <laughs> I didn't have a, <laughs> I didn't have a, you know. Do- any dog in the fight or whatever you want to say uh, like uh, what, <laughs> like, and it didn't seem like a great idea to get arrested in Ireland but man it would have made for a great story I probably should have done it just so I could you know just for the show you know <laughs> I should really <laughs> do more things just for the show like I used to like when uh, I went to JJ's for the first time with, uh, with uh, you and uh, Danny yeah. You know, like that was something I did mainly just so I could have something to talk about on the show. <laughs> it's like, all right, I guess we're doing this. I still haven't seen a drag show, by the way, which I feel like now, like, it's going to be a little bit harder to go find a drag show. <laughs> Maybe they're not as worried about it. <laughs> Maybe they're not as worried about it. About it. Like, eh. COVID. <laughs> They they've already they had already been injecting themselves with bleach, so they're fine. Uh, uh, yeah, don't do that. By the way, that's not a good idea. Did you see that? Like when the president did say that, when he was said you should, when he thought about, like it was like he was thinking out loud when he said it. Like he was like injecting himself with disinfectant. But there was like obscene amount of google searches like people googled about it like like they were wondering like can i inject myself with disinfectant <laughs> like you gotta wonder like hmm yeah that he's got a point man that bleach works good on this stuff it does like it's gotta be <laughs> do something for my <laughs> like like I'm not gonna say that I don't have like crazy ideas and like where later I'm too like what the fuck was that <laughs> like <laughs> like what's wrong there, but you know I also don't go in front of uh like do, or do a press conference where I'm telling people that they should do this for <laughs> then people don't take me that seriously they're not gonna actually inject themselves with bleach I would hope not that if I were to say that. Usually when I would say something like that too though, it would probably be in jest, hopefully. <laughs> but you know, yeah, and UV lights too, for the fun fact, you, you don't want to put a UV light inside your body. They can't fuck you up. <laughs> I've worked oh, with damn, UV I was, doing that. I was I was doing that right now. <laughs> Were you doing that right now? Oh, well, yeah. you might want to stop that. 
Though I think they oh, use that to is. cure uh, dentists when they're curing the uh, stuff for crowns, whatever they use, enamel yeah. or whatever. They, uh, I believe they use a little UV light. They use some sort of light, but uh, it's uh, not one big enough to kill the coronavirus in your body. But like, uh, I've worked with UV lights doing silk screening a lot, and I gotta say, you high-powered UV lights will fucking burn you, and it's it's not good. It's not good, man. Uh, I had it burn my skin a lot, and. Uh, I have my eyes a little dried out, but I've seen people get really fucked up by them, get, like, welder's flash. And, like, yeah. their eyes are all swollen and shit, and it's no good, man. It is, uh... It's not good. <laughs> it's not a good burn, man. It's not a good... You won't get, like, tan from it. It's like... <laughs> like, afterwards, like, ooh, yeah, that's that looks good. No, it's just a burn, man. You get a fucking burn from it. <laughs> And it's it's not pleasant. Wouldn't recommend it. But I then again, you know, I haven't tried it on the inside of my body. Maybe my inside will react to it better than my outside. But uh, I I don't think I'm gonna try it. <laughs> I haven't gotten that desperate yet. So yeah, that's fun. Uh, how long do you think it'll be before you uh, like feel comfortable like sitting in a movie theater? Oh, I'll be fine. You'll be fine, like tomorrow. Yeah. If it, yeah, I mean, I yeah, I'd be fine. I'll, I'll mask it up. Mask it up. Sanitize it. Whatever. Don't breathe. Well, one of the yeah. things they say is like it stays in the air for like several hours, like three hours, or something like that. I mean, there's. I think there's things that I wouldn't go do. That's probably one of them. But overall, I think yeah, uh, I love the movie yeah. theater. But well, it depends on what the movie is. <laughs> let's be honest. Yeah, I'd be like, maybe, maybe. I don't know. Like, fuck, I have to go see this. Yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> we'll risk the virus. See ya. Tarantino put out another movie. <laughs> uh, I thought he was done. I guess I gotta go see it. Fuck. There's another four hours in a movie theater. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Quentin. Thanks. Quentin. It's a great movie, but now yeah. I'm dead. But yeah, fuck. I could have picked better ways to go out. Uh. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Good times, though. Good times. Just fantastic. Great. Yeah. Great times we're living in. Yeah, I've had the thought too, like, I don't know if like I wish I was young like either like younger going through this or that I was just like older and that like I was almost out, you know? Like <laughs> where I was just like, eh, fuck. Like if it gets me, like, I'm eighty. <laughs> I've had a good run, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like with the kidney issues I've had and stuff like I don't I don't know if like really want to roll the dice with getting it like I don't know that I <laughs> I would necessarily survive <laughs> but uh, that and too like back in February or whatever like I had some symptoms that might have been like hell maybe I already had it and some people don't really develop like se- severe symptoms it's just 
It's just a whole bunch of bowl of I don't fucking know. <laughs> but uh but yeah, I really don't want to roll the dice with uh with getting it. That's uh That and even if I didn't die from it, it sounds fucking shitty. It sounds super shitty. Maybe it'll get to the point though, because like America really wants to reopen real bad, and clearly we're doing it. That like it'll be like <laughs> parents like they do with the the chicken pox. They're like, oh, Billy's got it. Let's send Timmy over to get that COVID nineteen. <laughs> we're gonna lock him in his room afterwards, though, but because <laughs> we don't want it. But we're gonna send that little fucker over there. <laughs> So hopefully he'll get an immunity. Then we're going to take his blood and put it in ours so we have the antibodies. <laughs> so there's With that the way that works though, if you're going to they're trying to do that too in ways like taking people's blood that have already gotten over it. Yeah. And but it doesn't it's, it doesn't work quite like a vaccine. It only you have to keep doing it. <laughs> so, you know, if you have like a kid that's like <laughs> somehow immune to this fucker already just take keep taking the kid's blood you know and putting it in your transfusions you'll be alright just keep stealing it yeah <laughs> uh, I'm, now I'm like there are some people that listen to this maybe that's a bad idea for me to be saying that some crazy person is gonna go yeah that sounds like a great idea great idea no I heard it on this podcast what man is- this guy told me to <laughs> lock some kid up and steal his blood uh, the shit. I mean, people will fucking do that, though. You, you know, in Africa, uh, there's all kinds of crazy. You know, they still have big problems with AIDS <clears throat> there, and uh, just because I think there's just a big lack in uh, healthcare in general. But uh, they, uh, I know, there's crazy theories that are. Uh, fake cures that are out there like uh i know i heard an awful one that uh, around there uh men were uh raping infant children because they had heard that it would cure aids somehow yeah like yeah how does that one I even mean, start of course like did one person just fucking rape an infant and then go you know what my aids is cured <laughs> and like <laughs> then he tells his buddy like dude you got to try this. It's like, how how the fuck does something like that start? Or is it just like me, like, just nonsensically saying that, like, ooh, you know what? Maybe you could just get a kid that already had the COVID and take his blood. What would be really bad is if they were like, no, it's got to be the same one. It's got to keep doing it to the same Oh, fuck. <laughs> we feel lucky. Huh. I feel like a lot of that stuff, though, too, just comes from people just bullshitting, like, you know, making shit up, and then somebody just overhears it and thinks it's fucking legit. Or or it's one of those things people really just, the fact that people like to fuck with other people, and just, like, stri- yeah. which I think is where a lot of conspiracy theories come from. Like, the QAnon shit, I'm sure the person that started that was probably having a fucking field day, like, dude, people are fucking buying into this. Can you believe this shit? Ugh. What's crazy too is I like I know ways to like do it more now. Now that I've been doing uh, computer programming, I can see how it's very easily to manipulate shit like on the internet. 
like if you want to go to like say the CDC's website you can change stuff on there without having to duplicate everything on their web page and like say like do some Corel draw or some kind of you know stuff and recreate all you have to do if you want that their actual website to say something uh, that you know it's to prove some conspiracy theory and you could just like say start a uh, YouTube show or whatever and where you're like maybe a 411 uh, wars show or a <laughs> so an info wars if you will um <laughs> So you could go on a website, and if you wanted to say an article and it actually shows the URL to that website or whatever, you can go on, and if you're on, uh, like, special, like, I guess it works on, like, all browsers, but I know on Chrome, and it works this way, like, on uh, Firefox as well, but you can uh, right-click on, uh, like, a blank part of the screen, and you go to Inspect Element, and there you will pull up the HTML of the website, and you can change, like, you can like any kind of text it says on there you can just change it right there and it will say that on there so you can then just hide the inspect element yeah. again and so while you're doing your show you can sh- show it but th- what it is is like you're not changing their information on their website on their server you're just changing it on your browser that's the information your browser's reading so like if you wanted to do a printout where it showed that from their website like you would just have to change it a couple of words <laughs> what you wanted to change but you could also just show it like on your youtube show or whatever look at it it's on the cdc's website right here (laughs) but there's a lot of just oh man it's just so easy to manipulate that shit and you just do screenshots and you know that's where a lot of that stuff happens from like facebook and all like the bullshit articles out there it's just it's so easy to do and a lot of people don't uh, realize just how easy it is to uh, change that actually scammers in india uh the like if you watch like kid bogus stuff and all that like uh they will uh one of the big scams they'll do they'll trans they say oh you we owe you such and such money like we want to give you this refund or whatever and uh you got to log into your bank account information and then they go to uh they have you on your computer they're able to access i forgot what program they use but they use a program to access your computer and uh so they have you open your bank account log into your bank account information get on your (laughs) your thing because they're gonna send you the money to your bank account they want you to get in all your information in there then they just uh fuck with the html on the page to where it shows that they sent in the money they're like, see, it showed up in your account, but then like, oh no, wait, no, it's uh, you put in too many zeros. Like it is a, uh, it it uh, we sent you two thousand dollars when it should have been two uh, hundred or whatever. And then like we we have to have that money back. You know, I'm gonna lose my job if uh, <laughs> if you don't give me that money back. So then the only way you can give me that money is if you give me. Two thousand dollars worth of gift cards, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's kind of a fucked up scam. But they'll just change the, they'll inspect the element and change the, the page. Once you refresh, refresh the page, like all that stuff that you change will go away because it then gets the information from the server. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you can. It's pretty crazy how you can do that. 
and fucking scammers, man. But, you know, there's, like, a lot of poverty in India. I guess I can see why there's so many scammers there because, like, there is just an insane amount of people there in poverty, which is crazy to me right now that we have way more cases of COVID-19 than anybody else. You would think, like, India would be ahead of us. You'd think China would be way ahead of us, too. Because we don't have anywhere near the population they do. But... I guess we can't lock down things as good as they do. Fucking democracies, right? You know? <laughs> That's right. Fucking democracies. I'm going to have to get out of here. All right. Well, uh, well, sir, uh, you have a good night. You too. And... Well, uh, talk to you tomorrow we'll try to do that all over again. yes yeah we'll, we'll try to have a skype conversation or i mean zoom the, with, the, with the fam we'll have to put something on the end of the uh of the end of this episode uh for uh for chris yeah we didn't actually mention it though too but the yeah our cousin chris did pass away and uh unfortunately yeah. we i the only uh, bit we had him, like he called in years ago, I think it was 2013. Uh, he was on very briefly of episode 74 and 75. But I did get a little bit of a clip. I can go ahead and put that clip on there. But uh, I tried to clean it up, the audio and stuff. But uh, We talked about getting him on like in person too. It just never ended up happening. Because you know, fuck, you know, you always think that, hey, we'll get around to it one yeah. day. Do it. <laughs> yeah but you know at least I have a little something but, uh, but yeah I'll put that on there right on and, uh, fuck I have to watch Boondock Saints soon <laughs> yeah I was trying to think of a, actually something from that like throw in there too yeah That's what, you always reference that in some where way. you going nowhere Nowhere. Fucking fag. <laughs> <laughs> Willem Dafoe is so good in that. <laughs> He's like the gay. What is he? FBI. It's been a while since I watched it. Yeah. 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 It's FBI. He's got like the. He's got the guy in bed with him. He's going over to like cuddle him. He's like, "What are you trying to do? <laughs> what a cuddle? Fucking fag." <laughs> yeah. Which I'm sure gay guys do probably do that a lot, like to each other, like. <laughs> Well, Danny does that. Yeah, I would imagine, like... <laughs> well, I would imagine, like, if... I mean, if I, I was... done that on this show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably right. I would, if I was that way. I mean, I don't generally call people that, but, uh... Like, I would if I was. <laughs> I don't it. I own that shit. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, we should wrap this up. That's <laughs> <laughs> the hammering gets louder. <laughs> louder, yeah. All right, man. Well, I will talk to you tomorrow. And uh, as always, that's a kid in a wheelchair, not a trash can. Who's getting married? Charlie Manson. Charlie Manson got married. Who? 
Charles Surely. Manson. <laughs> Am I supposed to know this motherfucker? <laughs> Manson. Oh, Hel- oh yeah. Helter Skelter. <laughs> he, got, he got married. Huh? I don't know if he got married yet. The articles I was seeing that was talking, he's going to get married, but uh, I I don't know. I didn't like look hardcore into it. <laughs> Uh, well, good for him, man. <laughs> good for Charlie. Sex <laughs> <laughs> uh. crazy fuck deserves something good in his life. I mean, yeah. come on.